Amen. That we might be filled with all the fullness of God. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, you know, all year long we've been talking about making God your only source. Making God your only source of supply. And we've been talking about living by faith and expecting God to bring recovery, restoration, and reconciliation in our lives. And when we're standing in faith, and we'll keep on standing in faith, no matter what comes, no matter what goes, we're going to keep on believing God. Now, several months ago, or a couple of months ago, I should say, I made this little card here. It's a bookmarker. It says, Making God Your Only Source. And it says, When I humble myself, and make the decision to trust and obey God with all my heart, I can expect God to do several things in my life. And then I gave you four things that you can expect God to do. Number one, you can expect God to give you a plan of action and the wisdom to implement the plan. You receive the plan by faith, and you receive the plan by seeking God and spending time in his word, Spending time worshiping him and fellowshipping with him. And what he'll do is he'll reveal his plan to you. Jeremiah 29, verse 11, talks about how God has a plan for us to bring us to an expected end. He has a good plan. He has a good plan for us, but then verse 12, 13, and 14 says you have to seek it to find it. Seeking you shall find. Knocking the door will be open to you. Amen. And then number two, we can expect God to give us favor and to raise up someone with power, ability, and influence to help us. When you're living by faith, you can expect God to give you favor and to put grace upon you, and God raise up, will raise up somebody that will help you do what he has put in your heart. We have many examples of this from the, in the Bible. You know, Joseph is a good example. As I shared with you, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago, how Joseph did not realize how big a part the butler was going to play in his life. But you know, without the butler, the king would have never known about Joseph. So God had raised up somebody to help him even when he was in jail, even when he didn't even know that that person was going to play a significant role in his life. Amen. Nehemiah is another one who uh, was given an assignment by God to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. And here he is, a cupbearer in the king's court. He has no money, no power, no authority, and no resources to get done what needs to be done. And you know what God did? God put grace and favor on him and raised up somebody to help him. God had the, the king help him, and then all those people put their hand to the plow, and then they had the Bible says that they had a mind to work. Hallelujah. God raised up somebody to help him because, you know, how many of you know he couldn't rebuild that wall by himself? So you ought to always be thanking God for favor, that God is raising up somebody to help you accomplish the dream or the vision that he's placed in your heart. Number three, for God, you can expect God to use his supernatural power, miracles, signs, wonders, gifts of the Holy Spirit, angelic assistance, suddenly and surprises on your behalf. You can expect the supernatural power of God. You can expect God to do miracles for you. In other words, God would do things for you 
and through you that you couldn't do on your own. God wants to show himself strong on your behalf. And then number four, we said you can uh, expect God to give you patience and strength to endure until you see the promises manifested in your life. I'm expecting God to give me some endurance. But how many of you know that the endurance, the patience come from the word of God and walking in obedience with God? Amen. So I know that I'm not going to get discouraged if things don't turn around as fast as I think they should. See, the devil will play time games with you. Oh, it ain't happened yet, huh? Well, if you don't know that he's playing a game with you on time, you know, you'll just get weary and give up and faint, and then you won't even receive what God had for you. But you, when you understand how faith works and that faith and patience have to work together to bring a, to pass God's will, then you're willing to stand in and say, I don't care how long it takes because I know this is the will of God and I'm going to have what God said. Amen? Amen? Praise God. So you can expect those four things to happen in your life. Then I made this statement. I know my faith will be tested. So when I encounter trouble, delays, or contradictory circumstances, I will employ the four C's and a G. Amen. And I'm just doing what the Word says. So I know that when I done took my stand in faith, and I'm believing God, and I've latched on to His Word, and things haven't changed, I can expect my faith to be challenged. I know the devil ain't going to just lay by and let me just have it easy. He always opposes the will of God. But God will never leave you, and he'll never abandon you, and he'll stick right there with you. Amen? So what do I do when I'm going through a test or I'm experiencing a delay or things is not happening as fast as I want them to happen? I'm going to do what, what the Scripture says. I'm going to count it all joy. James chapter 1 says, count it all joy when you're surrounded by divers' temptations. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have a perfect work that you may be perfect and entire, lacking nothing. Do you see, faith and patience will bring you to a place where you are complete, where there's nothing missing, where you have just what you believe God for. I'm going to count it all joy. Look at your neighbor and say, count it all joy. He didn't say it would be joy. He said, reckon it joy, count it joy, consider it joy. Amen? Amen? So when you're going through trouble, I'm going to tell you, you can consider it joy when you look to Jesus and you look at what he provided for you. When you keep your eyes on the promise, you can count it all joy. If you keep your eyes on your circumstances, then you're not going to be able to count it all joy because all circumstances are not joyful. Some of your circumstances ain't got no joy in them. They are joyless. But you can count it all joy and, and know that you can have full joy when you keep your eyes on the prize, and the prize is the Word of God. Amen? Amen. So you can have full joy. I can count it joy. Count it all joy. Then I'm going to cast my cares on the Lord. In other words, I'm not going to let anxiety and fear run rampant over my life. So when I get a burden or a care or an anxiety or a worry or a fear or, or, or imagination come in my mind, I'm going to give that care to the Lord. I'm going to cast my cares 
on the Lord. The Bible says, cast your burden on the Lord and he shall sustain you. So why do I want to cast my care? I'm going to cast my care because that is how the Lord sustains me. Because when I cast my care, I'm telling the Lord that I trust in him. And when I cast my care, I'm communicating to him that I'm now in a humble position. You know, the Bible talks about God give more grace to the humble. God give grace to the humble, but he resists the proud. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, casting all your care on him. So the, one, the, the way that I humble myself under the mighty hand of God is by refusing to worry about anything Amen. and casting my cares on the Lord. I ain't supposed to be worried about nothing. Amen. I'm just supposed to trust in God. I'm going to cast my cares, Amen. cast my cares on the Lord, and I'm going to resist the devil. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Then I'm going to cast down negative imaginations, Imagina imaginations that contradict what I'm believing God for, imaginations that contradict what God told me he's going to do. So you got to deal with your thought life. If you're going to stay firm, you got to cast down those imaginations. Amen. Any thought, impression, any feeling that contradicts what I'm believing and trusting God for, I'm supposed to throw that thing down and not focus on it. You see, the just live by faith. Amen. And the just are not moved by what they see. We walk by faith, not by sight not by feeling, not by our physical senses. We trust in the Lord. Amen? And then I'm going to keep my confession of faith strong. Amen? I'm going to keep my confidence by keeping my confession of faith strong. In other words, I'm not going to let my mouth betray my heart. Amen? I mean, you know, your mouth can betray your heart. You know, sometimes you can say, let things come out your mouth you ain't supposed to say. So you got to keep your confession of faith strong. Your confession of faith is always based on the word of God, not something you dreamed up in your mind. So that's why you got to stay in that word because your confession of faith, when you have a confession of faith, you're not speaking to your past, you're speaking to your future. You're calling things that be not as though they were. Amen. And then, and then, um, then the G. What's the G? Then I'm going to thank God and give God the glory. In other words, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make God my only source, and he's going to be the focus of my whole life. I'm going to keep my eyes on Jesus, and I'm going to do that by praising him, worshiping him, and giving him the glory. I'm going to keep on thanking him that he's at work in my life. Amen? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, this morning, I want to focus on number three here. Expecting God to use his supernatural power on your behalf. That means miracles, signs, wonders, gifts of the Holy Spirit, angelic assistance, suddenlies and surprises. Hallelujah. That's what we're going to focus on. So I'm going to talk to you this morning about miracles, how to position yourself for miracles. And how to cooperate with God so that he can work miracles in your life. A miracle 
is a sign. Let me give you a scripture first. Second Chronicles 16, 9 says, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong. Everybody say to show himself strong. In other words, God wants to demonstrate his power and his strength on your behalf. And the way that he does that is, is by working miracles and doing things that you can't do on your own and doing things for you that you can't do and then using you to be a blessing to other people, dispensing the power of God. Not only are we a dispenser of wealth, but we are dispensers of God's power. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The miracle-working power of God is in you. Tell your neighbors, I got miracle-working power in me. You do have it in you if you have eternal life. If you're born again, you got some power on the inside of you. God didn't give you a spirit of fear, but what? Power, love, and a sound mind. Where is that power? That power is on the inside of you. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, uh, Jesus said, and you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Now, that word power is the word dunamis in the Greek. The word dunamis means supernatural force. It means divine strength or ability. Hallelujah. And we received that when the Holy Ghost came on us, and that power is in us, so we have miracle-working power in us. And you know what I found out? That the word miracle is translated in the New Testament as dunamis. In a, a few cases, the word miracles is really the word power. And I'm going I'm to share some scriptures with you on that so that you'll see what I'm talking about. Amen. But you should expect God to do miracles and, and for you to have signs and wonders in your life all the time. Because, because God is present in you. Amen. 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 Glory to God. All right. In the Old Testament, the word miracle is also translated wonder 25 times. It is translated sign eight times. And then it just appears twice as the word miracle. It means a special display of God's power. And when the Bible talks about those great signs, great wonders, and great miracles that God did, all you can do is go to the book of, uh, the book of Exodus, and you'll see how God demonstrated his power in bringing deliverance to the children of Israel and delivering them out of bondage. Amen? So the word miracle in the Old Testament means a special display of God's power. Those words also translate wonder, sign, and miracle. They're the same word. In the New Testament, the word miracle is also translated as power, dunamis, and sign. It means an unusual occurrence transcending the common course of nature. A sign, a token, something extraordinary or inexplicable. I use a big word then, doesn't it? <laughs> Meaning that it can't be explained. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. 
So that's what a miracle, a miracle means. It is an unusual occurrence transcending the common course of nature. It's a sign, a token, something extraordinary or inexplicable. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so our God is a God of great signs, great wonders, and great miracles. He does everything great. Deuteronomy 29.3 says, The great temptations which your eyes have seen, the signs, and those great miracles. Now, why does God do miracles? Why does God grant signs and wonders? I'm going to give you five reasons. And I'm not saying this is a complete list, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that these are five good reasons that we can take to the bank. Number one, to demonstrate his authority and his power. Number two, to bear witness to the truth. To bear witness to the truth. That's why God does it. So if I get up and say Jesus saves, then God would demonstrate the power of salvation. If I say Jesus heals, he'll demonstrate the power of healing. If I say Jesus prospers, then he would demonstrate the power of blessing. Amen. Amen. If I say Jesus will give you wisdom, he'll demonstrate the power of giving you wisdom. Hallelujah. When I declare who he is and what he'll do, then the power will be present there. The Bible says that he confirms the word with signs following. That word signs there is the same word miracles. These miracles shall accompany those that believe. Same word signs. Amen? Amen? Praise the Lord. Number three, to authenticate those who are acting on his behalf. God grants miracles, signs, and wonders to authenticate those that are acting on his behalf. Amen? When he sends you, he will authenticate you. In other words, what does authenticate mean? It means that he will show you to be real and true, not false. Amen. If I'm, if I'm really sent by God, then I ought to have God's approval, his authentication in my life. Amen. That, that there's a, a witness in my life that validates that he sent me. Hallelujah. You ought to be able to see it in my lifestyle. And you, you ought to be able to see it in... in in the things that happen in my life and how God blesses and how God uses me to be blessed and how God blesses you and how he uses you to bless others. He validates you with signs, wonders, and miracles. Amen? God does signs, wonders, and miracles to bless people. Amen? To provide to protect, to deliver. And then you can add anything else on there that God does to help people in any way, to bless them. So God will do a miracle, a sign, will grant a sign, a release of his power to bless you, to heal you, to deliver you, to provide for you, to prosper you, amen, to even protect you. He'll use his power to do that. Amen. Y'all to be happy about that. Amen. Glory to God. I got some, 
I got some power on the inside of me. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Number five, he does it to accomplish his purpose. All right, all right number four. Number four is to bless people. Number five is to accomplish his purpose. To accomplish his will, God will release his power to accomplish what he wants to get done. Hallelujah. And I'm going to give you six. I'll give you another one. He does that to speak to those that don't know him. Amen. There are some people that's just not going to believe unless they see. So God will show up and he will do it. But, but you know, you can't, base your, you can't base your life on what you see. Because Jesus did many miracles, and there are a lot of people still didn't believe in him. Amen? Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hebrews 13, 8 says, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Acts 2, 22 says, you men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you, by miracles and wonders and signs which God did by him in the midst of you as you yourselves also know. So God validated Jesus as the Messiah by working miracles through him, wonders and signs. The word miracles there is the word dunamis, power. So God demonstrated his power through Jesus Christ. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, with dunamis, with miracles, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil because God was with him. Now, if Jesus is the same today as he was yesterday, then we need to see what he did yesterday. So I know what I can expect, expect today. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. So he healed all that were oppressed of the devil. Luke 4, 18 tells us that the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captive, recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. That's what Jesus said. The spirit of God was upon him, not just so he could have goosebumps. Not just so he could twirl around and run and jump. I'm going to tell you, that anointing is for deliverance. Amen. That anointing that's in your life is for ministry. It is for serving other people and pulling people out of darkness into the marvelous light. That's what that anointing is for. It is for breaking yokes and it is for removing burdens. That's what that anointing is for. And that anointing that was upon Jesus is the same anointing that's upon you. You have the same Holy Ghost that came on him. You have the same power in you that was in him, that was functioning in him. When that woman with the issue of blood touched the hem of his garment, the Bible says, and virtue went out of him. The word virtue is the same word dunamis, which is the same word power and might and, and miracle. Miracle went out of him. <laughs> A display of God's power. 
And the power didn't come from the clothes Jesus was wearing. Jesus said, virtue have gone out of me. It was transferred through the clothes. We serve a God of miracles. So don't you ever be discouraged and think that your situation is hopeless when we got the God who work all kind of miracles. He can do great signs, great wonders. Wonders. What's a wonder? A wonder is something you can't explain. A wonder is something you wonder about how that happened. I wonder how that happened. That's a wonder. You ever had any wonders? Hallelujah. Glory to God. I thank God. Mark 16, 17 says, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Now, the word signs there is the same word miracles. And these miracles shall follow those that believe. If you're a believing one, you ought to have some miracles in your past. You shouldn't be following and looking for the miracles. The miracles supposed to be following you. You ought to leave a trail behind you of God's power. Where God has manifested his power, you ought to be able to look back and say, yep, God did that. That's a manifestation of his power. God revealed that. God did that. God helped this person. God healed this person. God used me as a vessel with this person here and this person here, and I was able to let God use me this way. You can be a sign in a woman. to Living by the Word with your host, Greg Tejada, pastor of the Word Christian Center in Alexandria, Louisiana. I trust that you receive the Word of God that will change your life and make you strong. This message is available for a gift of $8 postage paid. If you would like a copy of today's message, call us at 318-442-8100. That's 318-442-8100. Or write us at P.O. Box 13195, Alexandria, Louisiana, 71315. We invite you to join us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 a.m. and on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. for worship service. We're located at 4701 Lee Street, just two blocks off MacArthur Drive. Until next time, may God richly bless you. Hello, I'm Greg Tejada, pastor of the Word Christian Center in Alexandria, Louisiana. I'd like to invite you to our annual Word Explosion beginning September 6th through the 9th. This conference is designed to strengthen you, empower you, equip you, and bless you by focusing on the life-changing power of the Word of God. 
Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. We're going to saturate ourselves for four days and nights in the Word of God and see God perform His Word with signs, wonders, miracles, and gifts of the Holy Ghost. This will be four days of power, four days of revelation, four days of healing, four days of building our faith in the Word of God. Our special guest ministers are Reverend Greg Green from Baton Rouge, Reverend Larry Brown from Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, and Pastor Robert Little from New Orleans. These ministers will bring a fresh revelation of God's Word with power and demonstration. You don't want to miss these life-changing meetings as we allow God to speak to us from His Word. Service times are Thursday through Saturday at 9.30 a.m. and 7 p.m. nightly and on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Everyone is invited. You don't want to miss this explosion of blessing. Plan now to attend the Word Explosion beginning September 6th through the 9th at the Word Christian Center in Alexandria, Louisiana. The Word Christian Center is located at 4701 Lee Street, just two blocks off MacArthur Drive. For more information, call 318-442-8100 or visit our website at thewordcc.com. Get ready for an explosion of the Word of God. I look forward to seeing you there, and may God richly bless you. The Word Christian Center is a proud underwriting sponsor of KAYT 88.1. is radio station K-A-Y-T. Gina Alexandria. 88.1. Gospel Radio, serving all of Senla at 88.1. Welcome to My Analysis. I'm your host, K. Reed. Join us as we engage in revelation knowledge sent from the spirit of truth. What you got 